0: T-minus 60 seconds, T-minus 50 seconds, T-minus 40 seconds. T-minus 30 seconds. T-minus 20 seconds. 15 seconds. 10... 9... 8... 7... 6... 5... 4... 3... 2... 1... Zero, hey, everybody, welcome 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 to another episode of the five foot viking podcast where we get to drink a beer and learn something new and uh and yeah today we're gonna be learning today it's gonna be fun but uh before we jump into uh, to everything that's happening tonight uh just wanted to send out some thank yous to everybody that um uh had a lot of people that have been sending uh, you know messages through facebook and through youtube um and, you know, this last, uh, yeah, as everybody who watches this podcast knows I'm in school and this last semester was a little bit rough and, uh, especially the last couple of weeks. So, um, I know I missed a few weeks and, uh, it, and it was really cool to see that some people were reaching out, you know, just saying, Hey, you know, we miss you. We miss hanging out with you on Tuesday nights and stuff. And, and, uh, and, and that, that means a lot to me. So I just wanted to, uh, say thank you to everybody who, who reached out, um, and and jumped on. So let me, uh, let me jump into a, Just a few comments already. There are people that are jumping on right here. Uh, we got good friend, Alberto buddy. He says, what's up brother here. Checking in. Thank you so much for being here, man. And I saw you were smoking a cigar today and it looked really good. And I think I might be hitting one of those up later on tonight. Um, Mr. Schlitz, great friends. Uh, thank you so much for always supporting uh he says happy holidays with marlene thank you so much i um so the last podcast that we did was um a few weeks ago and it was the uh the podcast with uh, my gorgeous beautiful wife marlene and we did the uh because we had our 10-year anniversary 10-year wedding anniversary which was pretty cool that was a fun podcast to go back and forth between all the pictures and uh and kind of relive those uh those years and those um those moments those anniversaries it was fun uh it was pretty pretty it, it was a lot of fun I, I recommend if you um uh if you have some extra time definitely go back and check out that podcast we had a really good time talking about it and and uh and uh yeah that was a that was a good that was a blast uh boris what's up my man good to see you buddy can't wait for you to get your motorcycle and uh we can go riding together that'll be fun um so yeah so this podcast so uh wanted to let you guys know that uh i finished I finished my semester. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, that was, it's been a rough one, but I had a, um, I had three classes this semester. I had a, uh, uh um, a class that you would think <laughs> that I had three classes. Okay. One of them was a communications class. One of them was a marketing class and the other one was a interdisciplinary class, which is up my, my, um, um, that's part of my, uh, degree. So, out of the three classes I thought that the interdisciplinary was going to be the easiest and the most fun because the the title was was of the class was called the chemical and cultural uh makeup of beer or chemical and cultural history of beer and I'm like as soon as I read it I'm like that is right up my alley hell yeah I like to learn how how beer is made and where it came from and all the history behind it I was like this sounds like a this sounds like a blast so um the other one was a uh, 1920s Prohibition um, class, a communications class. That one was, uh, I just find the 1920s very interesting, um, very, very interesting. And then there's so many aspects of that. I mean, you've got gangsters, you've got Prohibition, you have the, the Great Depression. There's just so many uh, flappers. You know, it was really interesting time. So, um, and then my marketing class, which was globalization marketing. And um, that one was a was terrible it wasn't terrible because of the class it was terrible because the the professor uh not saying that he's a terrible professor but the you know when you're taking everything online it's just uh it's much more difficult to get out of a uh out of a lecture when you have a lecture and it's just audio and and you can't understand him uh and it and and you're not able to ask a question i it i People ask me how school is going, and literally, I just say, you know, I'm I'm paying a grip of money so I can teach myself these classes because you're doing everything online. Luckily, there are some professors who are a little bit more uh, interactive than others, but it's a uh, yeah. This this one. So, anyways, the um, 1920s class was great. Loved it. That was a lot of fun watching some movies, doing some movie reviews, talking about um, uh, the Great Depression. We, you know, I watched. I did a movie review on a couple. Movies that maybe you guys have seen. I saw, I watched Chicago. Um, the I think it was with Catherine Zeta-Jones and um, uh, Renee Zellweger. Uh, watched that one. That was great. Watched uh, The Great Gatsby with um, with Leonardo DiCaprio, and and it was fun because I it wasn't just uh, watching the movies just to see, just to just for entertainment. There was literally like I had to pay attention and look at the themes and look at um, some of the events and how they correlate to uh, real life events and are they accurate um that was a fun fun class um a little bit more work but you know it, it's okay the globalization marketing class was was rough but the one class that i thought was going to be amazing um was really really difficult um <laughs> it was uh, the chemical and cultural history of beer and uh, man a lot of that stuff just went over my head it was uh and and uh, anybody out there that's watching if you're if, if you're watching this or if you're listening to it have any of you guys ever tried to make beer because it's definitely it's definitely a process, and I, I I've tried it once or twice, uh, mostly with some friends. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, Mr. Kevin Knight, who is the bass player in Damage Inc., the Metallica tribute band, he um, he brews beer. He does home brewing, and he's amazing at it. He just he he's got that mentality of I got to put this much hops into this much this, and and this much time, and this much heat, and and uh. So I was kind of just following his lead on a lot of stuff, but um. But this class was extremely difficult. There was, uh, there was, yeah, it was, it was. I'll just, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so I'm very, very happy to be out of school right now. Have a little bit of time off, and then jump back into it in uh, in January. And January will be my last semester. God willing, fingers crossed that uh, that everything goes well. January next semester will be my last semester, and hopefully, I'll be I'll be graduating in May getting my bachelor's degree in marketing and you'll you guys will be able to see a a five foot viking marketer which uh should be fun but until then um let's jump into once again ladies and gentlemen my favorite segment beer you're allowed to drink beer anybody got a cold beer another Yeah. Skull, everybody! If you're at home, if you got a beer, put it up one time. Skull, thanks for being here. I appreciate you guys. And today, I, I ran out of beer. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, I I I ran out of beer, so I went out to the fridge and uh, you know grab grab something real quick. And it was a debate between I have I only had a few left, so it was Bud Light or I had a few of these left. These uh, Elysian Space Dust IPAs. So I'm drinking uh, some of these IPAs. I can't remember. I think they're like 8% or something like that. These are, yes, alcohol is uh, 8.2% by volume. So um, I'm going to have two of these tonight. Have a good time with that. But, um, yeah, we got um, Eddie Stevens. What's up, buddy? He says, what's good, son? Miss you, buddy. Hope you're doing well, my friend. Uh, Jerry. Good to see you, brother. Put the horns up, love it. And my beautiful wife watching. She says, "Uh, so proud of you. Thank you." And uh, Alberto says, "Um, always supporting the podcast. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Always do. Always do." Uh, Mister Boris, my man. Um, Booze Day Tuesday. Oh, I like that. Booze Day Tuesday. Like it. Like uh, like our buddy uh johnny would say yeah that's true and unfortunately our good friend johnny passed away um uh, i think it was today actually today or yesterday um so here's a big skull for our buddy johnny cardenas skull, bass player great musician great person um and then uh my wife chimes in she says surprisingly enough lava (laughs) we had a fridge full of beer that's very true we and we just a few, uh, just like a few weeks ago, we had a fridge completely filled to the brim with beer, and uh, as you can see, uh, that's what happens at during finals. You know, you got to have my uh, my creative juice to write papers. So, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so um, so with that being said, and, uh, and, and talking a little bit about school. Uh, also, I wanted to let you guys know that with this podcast, I've, I've been doing everything, talking with uh, guests, and we've always been, uh, you know, talking about stuff like that and talking about Viking facts because it's the five-foot Viking. And uh, But I've been neglecting, you know, I've been talking a little bit about my my school life, but I haven't really talked a whole lot about my music. And music, as most of you guys know, I'm a professional musician, and this is what I do for a living. So I figured I would throw that into the mix and just kind of let you know uh, what's going on in the uh, you know the five foot Viking musical career? So just to let you guys know, um, I have a band called Steel Rod, and we've been together for twenty years, a little over twenty years, and uh, we just landed a new residency at the uh, at the Fantasy Springs Casino in Indio, and we are playing there every Friday and Saturday night from ten thirty until one thirty in the morning, and we're playing upstairs on the twelfth floor, and we're calling it. Uh, steel rod after dark it's the after hours party it's the it's the place where everybody goes after everything else is done you come upstairs we're, we're treating it like a like a modern day rat pack um and you know we're dressing up a little bit we've got some suits on and we're playing some acoustic music upstairs we still have a a full drum set and acoustic bass acoustic guitar going through a system and it it we our first our debut weekend was last weekend and it was a, a a huge success it was really really great we had a blast we had a great time everybody that came out loved it and uh we're just gonna keep powerhousing through that so um so this week in the musical career of Whit Patrell, um, uh, Thursday night, I'll be in the Rockyard at the Fantasy Springs Casino. We're actually playing for a um, there's a um, a musical company that uh, they deal with uh, underprivileged youth who want to get into music. So there's three bands that are going to be playing starting at seven o'clock in the Rockyard. And we're going to be the band that plays in between them, kind of keeps things going. And there's three bands that are going to jam and there are a bunch of kids that are just, you know, getting their feet wet with music. And we're super excited to support uh, live entertainment and kids that are getting into music because I think that's a that's a, that's a a good thing to support. So that's going to happen on Thursday in the Rockyard and then Friday and Saturday at the Fantasy Springs Casino as well up on 12. Um, yeah, so uh, today... Um, I just wanted to jump back into one of the Viking facts so um let me pull up uh what I have here let me jump into this banners now um there's gonna be a couple words that I absolutely won't be able to pronounce so I wrote them down on a banner for you guys <laughs> because um they're they're spelled with like letters backwards and uh and numbers oh and that's a good beer. So let's jump into this. I want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the weapons that that the Vikings used and uh, some of the uh, misconceptions and some of the the, the interesting things that I well, – some of the facts that I thought were interesting. So let's jump into some of this. Um, once again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to read this for you. So we're going to have some fun reading with the Five-Foot Viking. Um, so I got this off of a couple different websites when I looked up uh, some of the facts uh, and if you guys want to learn more about this stuff, uh, please shoot me a message and I will uh, I'll shoot you guys to the the different websites. But it says here, it says um, weapons of war, the Vikings, uh, the Vikings warrior shields uh, would edge the outer sides of the long ships. They would put them on the outsides of the ships. Uh, this ensures that they were stored effectively and were ready for use uh, and they could uh, uh, stop the waves from hitting against the ship. Uh, they were made of wood and covered with leather. Many shields had an iron rim, and they were held with a grip on the reverse side. Um, here is just a little picture of some of the shields, one of the shields that I found. So as you can see, it's made out of wood, has the the, the metal rim um, going around it. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but up in the corner, of this you can see uh where is it right up here in the corner i modeled my logo for the five foot viking off of one of the uh, viking shields um just kind of cool it's like a viking shield but it has the uh tffv on there the five foot viking a uh, little inside inside information for you uh, a viking warrior equipped for attack would be armed with a shield a small battle axe a helmet protective clothing and frequently a sword or spear weapons were made with iron and wood. The most popular weapon during the Viking age was an ax made with heavy, sharp blades. They could easily smash through helmets or sever limbs. And here is a picture. So you guys can see some of the axes that they used. Um, And then here is a, and here's a picture of gentlemen with the spear and the, and the shield couple different images that I found online and um, some spears were used to thrust into victims while lighter ones were thrown. Spears were the preferred weapon of poorer warriors as swords and axes were very costly. Swords were considered the quote unquote hero's weapon they were usually a prized possession and good ones were sometimes given names such as fierce or leg biter (laughs) Leg biter. That would be definitely that would definitely be a uh, a sword for the five foot Viking to uh, to to swing. Uh, Leg biter. Um, most swords were double edged and often had a center long groove, which made them lighter. When the sword was not being used, it was carried uh, attached to a leather belt or baldric, a shoulder strap. Uh, swords were often passed from father to son or buried with the warrior when he died. Uh, we often see Viking helmets depicted with wings, but actually these, were, these did not exist in the Viking period. Helmets with the horns did exist, but only for religious ceremonies and not for warfare as it sometimes is portrayed. Warrior helmets were made of leather and metal. Some Viking helmets were round, some slightly pointed, and some helmets had eye guards and nose pieces. The quality of... The quality of a warrior's protective clothing depended on the status and wealth Richer warriors had heavier tunics made of iron rings and chain mail while poorer warriors had padded leather jackets um, and I thought that was really interesting that because whenever you look into um, whenever you think of Vikings whenever you think of whenever you watch a TV show or whenever you see uh, some pictures uh, online most of the time you see a lot of those pictures with the helmets with the big horns on them, um, the big, the the big giant Viking with the huge beard and the huge mustache and the long hair and the big helmet with the horns, and uh, to be honest, that was kind of my thing too when I when I thought of Vikings. But uh, apparently, that was not the norm. Uh, and and just uh, I, I I found a couple pictures of of this helmet that was found. Now, as of as of today, there's only been one actual Viking helmet. Um, A real one that has been found and I did a little bit of research and I found out about this so take a look at um, I think I picked up this one you can see this picture Um, as you can see it's just it's a rounded uh, metal helmet I don't know if you can see at the uh, the lower left hand corner there's like a little ring there and apparently they are made with different There's there's a few different pieces to this helmet, and this one has this piece right here where you can hang uh, some of the uh, um, uh, some of the metal from the helmet. So if you take a look at this picture back here, uh, you can see how there's some metal hanging from the helmet. There's also so that was one of the one of the pictures where you can see that. So. But this one, so I'm gonna read you guys just a little bit. I'm gonna read you guys just a little bit on this. I know I'm sometimes I might be boring, but I'm uh, I'm I'm reading some of this stuff that I found for you guys. But uh, I thought it was really interesting, and it's a Viking fact. So, um, up to 1943, no Viking helmet had ever found have ever been found. But on the 30th of March of that year, the burial mound was found on a farm near the village of, and I'm gonna post this because I can't pronounce it. Here we go. It's at the bottom. Uh, do your best. <laughs> the uh, The burial mound was found on a farm near the village of Hagsby, good. Hogsby, I'm just going to spell it for you. It's H A U G S B Y G D, in the northeast of Honfost, and that's with a. And the first O has a slash through it. Looks like a like an infinity sign. Uh, and that's in Norway so it was found in, in on a farm in norway uh and it says uh at this time the country was under nazi occupation uh so everything found in the burial mound was loaded into wheelbarrows and hidden in a barn discovered within the mound was a helmet known as the and i'm going to put this up as well so the helmet was known as the it's spelled g G J E R M U N D B U so do your best with that one i i can't even i'm not even going to try to pronounce that but it was known as that helmet after the name of the farm on which it was found so the the that was the name of the farm i just can't do it jer, jer, Germanba germunda jer, i don't know i hope i got that right that'd be great if i did uh Germanba helmet after after the name of the farm uh On which it was found as well as the helmet there were uh there were the blunt remains of two men along with a rich haul of funeral items such as chain mail armor three axes three spearheads three swords one of which was decorated with silver inlays four bulges for shields uh, equestrian equipment and games such as dice so this was this wasn't just like you you found one helmet. This was a this was a burial ground and and uh and there was a lot of stuff there. Over the past seventy years, the funeral items have been studied, and to this day, the helmet found in the mound is unique in the archaeological world. It has been positively dated to the 10th century, around 970 A.D but this very special helmet is the only example of a Viking helmet that has ever been found anywhere in the world. Researchers believe that one of the men buried in the mound was a minor king and that the helmet belonged to him. So that I think is to me, when I started reading this and I started going down that rabbit hole, that felt really, really interesting. Here's another picture of that helmet. Um, I read somewhere, uh, I read another thing on another page that was talking about how the helmets were, how the helmets were constructed. And by studying this helmet, they realized that they were constructed in multiple different parts. So it's not just, uh, it, it's not just one helmet put on and you put it on and you go, there's multiple, um, uh, it, it, there's a lot of connecting pieces that, that, that create the whole helmet. So I thought that was really, really interesting, um, and uh, let's jump into uh, a few more comments here. Oh, we got my buddy John. What's up, buddy? Big wit, big John. Hope you're doing well, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. I Appreciate you. And um, you know what's what's interesting about I, I kind of went down this uh, down this rabbit hole of looking at at the different weaponry, and it really changed my mind about how um, how how I thought personally about how Vikings were back in the day, you know, most of the stuff that we, everybody gets is from TV shows. Like obviously everybody watches, uh, you know, everybody has watched, what is it? Um, Vikings with Ragnar Lothbrok and, and, and all that. And, and they're, they're very, um they're fairly authentic with everything. I mean, obviously it's a, it's a made up show and script and everything. And, um and how cool is that? They, they came up with, I don't even know how many seasons, but, you know with their axes using the axes using the shields i remember seeing the shields uh lining the outside of the boats in in so i'm i'm interested in in who was uh who was taking care of the uh authenticity during the making of that show i wonder if i could find somebody who was who worked with that show that'd be pretty uh that'd be pretty amazing to to talk with them about the research that they did, who they talked with, and how they applied everything that they learned from Viking fact to to the TV show, and and what was fact and what wasn't. But it was uh it was interesting to go down this rabbit hole for a little bit and uh and look at some of the uh some of the the weapons. And here's a here's a uh, some of the weapons that were found in in that um, I guess tomb or burial funeral. That was in Norway. Uh, these are some of the swords that were there, uh, which is which is pretty interesting. Along with that, with that helmet. So, anyways, that is uh, the Viking fact of the day, and uh, goes definitely goes along with the uh, the beer of the day because I'm thirsty. But anyways. That is about it for this podcast, y'all. I just want to jump on let you know what's going on with my life and everything and uh, and give you guys a little bit of the Viking facts that uh, that I came up with today. but oh my dad, hey Dad Bruce Vitrell. Dad is finally here. Yes you are my friend. Miss you Dad. hope you're doing well. <clears throat> and uh, we're gonna gonna try and finish out this uh, this year strong here at the Five foot Viking uh, every Tuesday. I got maybe three more left before the, uh, the beginning of the year. And then we'll do a, uh, I think I'm going to come up with a new beer, um, video. I'm going to come up with a couple things. I got some time now, now that I don't have to focus on marketing <laughs> for school. Now that I don't have to focus on school, I've got a little bit more time on my hands where I can, I can jump into, uh, into this room, clean it up, maybe get some, uh, get some other pieces going in and some better lights and have some fun with it. But uh, looking forward to that in the next, in the next couple of weeks and having some fun with it. But uh, once again, everybody, thank you guys so much for all your support, jumping in and uh, commenting and listening and having fun and, and learning something new and drinking a beer. So if there is anything that you guys would, act, would like to talk about, like to, uh, if there's a subject that you guys would like to learn about, uh, please shoot me a message, shoot me a comment. Uh, and, uh, and I will, uh, I'll look into that and we can chat about that. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to jump out of here. I'm going to go finish this beer and maybe grab some food. But I hope you guys are having a great Tuesday. And um, once again, thank you guys so much for the support. All right. Uh, Take care from the Five Foot Viking podcast. And I think this is how you end it. Bam.